welcome to Words and Roses episode 5, a podcast about using stationery in your everyday life. I am Miranda at Havoc Rose Writes. And I'm Chelsea at Those With Words. Welcome everybody. Welcome back to episode 5. Yeah, welcome back. We were just saying how we don't, it feels like we don't know what we're doing because we took a week off and I'm like, wow, what's happening? I'm so rusty. (laughs) Everything got thrown off our rhythm, but we're back. Yeah, and just a quick reminder at the top of the show, we will be doing an every other week schedule for the month of October, and that may extend to November, but very TBD on that. This is just a very busy time of year, as I'm sure it is busy for everyone also listening. So if it's also very busy for you, hang in there. You got this. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to drink some nice warm drinks if you like warm drinks. That's always helpful, I think. Yeah, especially if your tummy gets upset, it's just... Get some nice tea, you know, just a little chamomile. Um, A very quick random thing to start this show. I have my favorite drink, which I have named the Warm Hug. Oh. (laughs) It is basic. It's really simple. It's just oat milk. You just put it in a mug, heat it up, or you can heat it on the stove if you like. And you put a spoonful of honey, a small, small, like maybe like a teaspoon. Not, Mm -hmm. Not that much. It depends on how much honey you like. And you just mix it up and you drink it and it gets all fluffy and soft and warm. And it's like a warm hug. And I'm also excited that it's finally weather enough here where we are to be able to drink those kinds of drinks. Yeah, I actually have a long sleeve shirt on and I regret not having socks on right now. So I could use a warm hug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's finally that time of year for us and we're very excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. Chelsea, do you have any other favorite drinks? I mean, Mm. I feel like warm drinks are pretty synonymous with journaling and writing time right so yeah I mean I do love a good coffee sometimes I'll actually even do like a decaf coffee after dinner because I'm one of those people that can fall asleep without issues even if I have like a little um you know again it's decaf but even if I actually have coffee after dinner I feel like I could fall asleep still so that's a fun fact about me Um, I also love me some good fruity tea that's always really nice But today I just have ice water because I'm a creature of habit, I guess. And I still haven't registered the fact that it's okay to drink warm drinks now. And I don't need my portable AC anymore in the room. Farewell, portable AC. You were great. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for keeping me cool in the hot months. It's very (laughs) true. I also got to enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I I do love that subtle change. Well... It feels very sudden, actually. I feel like suddenly it's been cold. But mm-hmm. uh, weather aside, let's talk about journaling, shall we? Awesome. Um, yeah. So we, of course, like always, start our episode with our journaling prompt response from the previous week, from episode four. Again, very weird that we're on episode five. I'm just happy that we made it this far. Again, thank you for joining us for so long. Again, I'm just like, wow, we're doing a podcast, Chelsea. <laughs> Still sinking in on the fifth episode. <laughs> No, it's the same Honestly, for me, actually. Yeah, wait, right? It's just weird. It's so cool. It's mm-hmm. this thing I want to do for so long, and we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, but Chelsea, you wrote this prompt last week, right? Yes, and the prompt was, what is your favorite page format? So there are lots of different page journaling formats, right? So blank, lined, grid, dot grid. Those are just some really popular examples, et cetera, et cetera, and why. You know, why is that your favorite page format? What about it works for you? So Miranda, do you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a very simple page format that I like. Blank. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> yeah, I think what I wrote was I love chaos and space for creativity. So blank. Um, blank has always been my go-to for notebooks. And maybe that's weird because that means you have no guidance on things. But I sort of like that. Um, it, I feel like it's almost like a personal challenge to see how straight of a line I can write. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't really care. And I kind of do a pretty good job. Like, I look back on my Mm -hmm. blank notebooks, and it's definitely inconsistent, but I'm inconsistent with lines anyway. So I think I I just, I don't, I like it. It's just pretty to see a bunch of writing on the page and nothing else sometimes. So that's what I like about blank notebooks, but I've also really come around on dot grid. Um, I like a normal grid sometimes, but it also reminds me a little too much of math. Mm, So mm -hmm. I think dot grid is, is really where it's at for me. But how about you, Chelsea? Yeah. Uh, before I get into it, we all know no maths. No maths for Miranda. No, no math. I, guys, <laughs> I went to school for journalism. I write for a living. 
no math. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, so for me, I personally like uh, actually a bunch of these, but I feel like I like blank grid and dot grid pretty equally. Um, I mean, if it's a grid notebook, I definitely prefer faint lines. And um, for the dot grid, the marks are really helpful for some level of guidance when I'm writing. So it's really helpful for that. But um, I also enjoy blank notebooks equally because I can do whatever I want on the page. I don't really feel limited by anything. So yeah, it's really helpful for that. So I really like those three pretty equally. Lined is probably not my favorite. I think it just reminds me too much of school. So I don't love lined personally. Honestly, same. I think lined is fine. It's a fine notebook. It's fine for practicing your handwriting. But even then, I think I'd rather have a grid because then you can try different varieties of the line style. But, uh, you know, because if you want like really small handwriting to versus really big, mm-hmm. uh, if you just have that standard line format, it's really hard to, I think, measure what you're going for within each sort of line that you're writing if you're practicing handwriting or trying to train yourself for new handwriting. So I think, yeah, I agree. Lined, lined is on the bottom of the list. For me, at least. Yeah. But if you love lined, I love that for you. Yeah. It's great. I know some people love journaling specifically, like writing pages upon pages upon lined paper, and that's something they really mm-hmm. like. So, yeah. One thing that's really helped me move away from lined as well, and even with a blank notebook, is that a lot of the thinner premium paper have, um, I guess Yamamoto paper is especially good about this. They'll include a pencil board with the back has all those lines. Mm -hmm. So it's not actually on the paper, but you have some sort of guide for you. And I really like that because you can still have like a little bit of help, but nothing actually on the paper. And so I've, I've tended to like that. Yeah. Those sort of back grid, you know, um, backing kind of things can be really helpful for just like guidance as you're writing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's get into today's topic. I know we're just kind of like, I feel like we just rolled into that. Like mm-hmm. if you were on the bed and you like lazily roll over, that was us. <laughs> we're like, hey, well, welcome back everybody. We're kind of sleepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you may have seen, it's time for Tacho Kaigi. Already. Yay! Oh my goodness. Yay! It's so weird. Chelsea, how is it October? It's October and I haven't even decorated for Halloween. <laughs> what is this? This is such a weird year. Yeah. I mean, I, I've said this for a while now, but I feel like, the last couple of years, it's just like I blink and then it's like the fourth quarter. I don't know what I did or what happened. I mean, if I really look back, I did quite a lot. But, you know, you just kind of tend to forget about those things, I think. And all you can focus on is, oh, my gosh, it's the last three months of the year. So we're already here and we are ready to chat about our planners, journals and the like from this year and for next year. Absolutely. And I think getting into the plan of planning next year is just so, it seems kind of silly for some people because I've definitely told somebody that. They're like, what do you mean you're planning for planning next year? It's like, oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. They're like, all right, Miranda. I was like, listen, see how organized I am? It doesn't work unless you have an intention with it, okay? Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> but it's so fun too, I think, especially within this community. And if it's your first year, even thinking about oh, how am I getting my planner set up? Or, you know, maybe being more intentional about it. Because I think there's like a first year for that for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is such a fun way to do it is like sit down and really think and write down what you're doing and celebrating that. Yeah. And before we dive into additional details, I quickly wanted to take a second to discuss techo kaigi and what that actually means for some of the folks who may not be as familiar. So I pulled this nice quick definition from our, well, they're not our officially sister podcast, but I feel like they're almost our sister podcast because we are um, very much supportive of the Stationery Cafe podcast um, hosted by April, Kelly, and Phyllis. And so from the Stationery Cafe website, they had like a mid-year Techokaigi episode a long time ago, and they described Techokaigi as, quote, in Japanese, it's called a Techokaigi, or a journal slash planner meeting where a person sits down and reflects on what journaling system worked or did not work for them. So it's basically, you know, thinking through what you've been using this year, what worked well, what didn't work well, and then, you know, going into next year, if there are any changes that you want to make and how your lineup is going to differ from this year. As we mentioned in the last episode too, like it's 
weirdly, planner time. Like, it's time to sit down and start thinking about this. If you want to get into, I think, some of the more popular planners, that, like, within the planner community specifically, mm-hmm. I would say, um, and not just, like, the, oh, you're going to the store and grabbing something, right? Like, we kind of talked about that last last episode and how that is actually pretty per- pervasive throughout the, I guess, stationary industries that now is the time people are releasing these. And it's kind of strange, too, to think about how our 2023 lineup is pretty much available, right? Like, what we want to buy for next year is in stores, unless it's already sold out. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you want to find, like, a cool Hobonichi or if you're doing a Jibun Techo or whatever it may be, and I'm not too sure about some of the more Western-based planner systems, but I think I've seen a lot of those out already, as we discussed again in the last episode. So it's time. It's planner time. But Chelsea, very quickly before we get into our own planners and what we're using this year, I have to ask, what do you do with your planners when you get them in? Like, if you have your 2023 planners, do you open them up? Do you tuck them away? What's the process for you? This is such a great question, and I'm really glad that you asked that. So for me, I make sure to open it just to make sure this is just what I do with everything. When I do get a package, I make sure to open it to make sure that everything's already there and that, you know, nothing has been misplaced or like, you know, not uh, arrived correctly. So I make sure to check everything and then I just kind of um, put everything back into the packaging, especially for the 2023 stuff. And I neatly tuck it away at the bottom of my IKEA Rascal cart which I believe we talked about in episode three, lots of callbacks this episode to previous episodes. So in episode three, we talked about how we store our stationery and Miranda and I both discussed our Rascog carts at length. And for me, the very bottom part of my Rascog um, cart is filled with stationery that hasn't been used yet. So like new notebooks, inserts, stickers, like backup stuff. And that's where it's kind of sitting right now. It's at the very top actually of that bottom drawer. That's so exciting. It's it's just waiting for you mm-hmm. right there. It is. Your companion until the new year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's actually right by my chair next to me for the rest of the year until I'm ready to break it out. Usually week of like Christmas or, you know, that mm-hmm. last week, I just kind of take it out, play out, um, play around with the layout a little bit just so I can, you know, be ready to go when the new year comes. Even though that most of the products I get for the new year tend to be the same, if not incredibly similar to the ones from the last year. And I say that speaking as though I've done it for many, many years. It's only been like, I guess it'll be my second year getting planners early. Like I really hadn't done it that early previously. Um, But I get so excited for them that I also open them Mm -hmm. and then put them away. But I don't put them away within like arm's reach. I go put them in a box with all my Christmas stuff. <laughs> and then um, I actually pull them out uh, at Christmas time and then I wrap them and put them under my tree. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, it's my present to myself or me for next year. And again, even though that they are light layouts and things that we know, I'm still so excited for them. I don't know what it is. It's just like the idea of a new year, the idea of restarting, the idea of like all that potential. It's it's like, ah, oh, I just want to start writing in it. You know, I want to start putting in dates. I want to put in important notes. Mm-hmm. I want to start putting in my resolution. Or I tend to do like a word instead of a resolution of just like that I want to keep in mind. And it's been pretty helpful so far. But yeah, I, I put them away. <laughs> I love that so much that it's like a, you said it's like a present to yourself. And it's just something you can be super excited about during the last week of the year. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to set them up together or something. That'd be, oh, that'd be so fun. That would be so fun. Okay. I'm writing this down for future Me- mentally, ideas. Mentally. Yeah. Mentally yeah, noted. This. this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, before we get too far into looking into 2023, I think we need to reflect on 2022. Um, there's a lot with planner systems that do or don't work. And one thing that I don't remember exactly who said this, but I always found helpful was that you want to find a planner system that works for you, not that you have to work for it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're trying to force yourself into something that isn't helpful to you, then obviously that's time for a change, right? Uh, So Chelsea, what did or didn't work for you this year? Like what what are you given the boot from your, your lineup? Lovingly yeah. boot. Lovingly booting. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So there's a couple of things. 
So the first thing for me is for personal planning. So there's been some shifts as to how I've been planning for both for work and for my personal life. I think I went into this a little bit also in one of the past episodes, but at some point during this year, because of my wrist and back injuries, I basically switched all of my work planning to all digital. So I actually don't plan in an analog way for work anymore. And so my A5 size plotter, which is like the largest size for the plotter in terms of leather covers that it comes in, Um, I've only been using it for personal planning since a couple months ago and it's a little too big for me. I don't have that much going on. I mean, of course I have appointments and, you know, things to attend to and random notes and things like that. It's also not super portable for personal planning because it is a very large piece of leather. It's beautiful and it's really nice, but I think I found a need to downsize. I really like the monthly weekly layout of the plotter. So I'll get into, you know, what I'm using in 2023 after, you know, all of this. But yeah, um, it used to house work planning, but not anymore. So I'm looking to downsize on that. So that's going to sit in the back burner for a while. Yep. And sometimes you've just got to choose those things that need to sit aside. And, you know, we tried it and move on. Mm-hmm. I have two that didn't really work for me and I think I've talked about this a little bit maybe on the previous episode definitely on Twitch uh but I am going to be stop I'm going to stop using A6 Hobonichi Avec this is actually my first Avec my second A6 Hobonichi and I love it but I cannot keep up there are too many blank pages and they really stress me out Mm -hmm. I also write too much I really like writing (laughs) and so sometimes with just the one day format it's not really enough space and then you could say Miranda why not move up to an A5? Well my friend I don't like writing an A5 because it's too big. (laughs) We need a we need an in-between size apparently. Yeah B6 where Mm -hmm. are you? Where are you Hobonichi? I'll I'll, I'll take one please. Um, But with that I think it's in my my best interest of actually wanting to use the planner to scale that differently so that one is going to be swapped out i actually did consider briefly completely swapping on a hobonichi but we're going to try it this year and see what happens um then also my mini fiber planning i have stopped using that uh i mentioned this i think earlier when we talked about which planners we're kind of in right now but i used to use a mini five for all of my planning but the calendar pages were way too small and it was too easy to forget to update my calendar or add new pages in. Even though I had it with me all the time, it was just kind of a pain to write in it mm-hmm. because of the calendar pages, how I had them were folded up like three times over and then tucked in. And so if I wanted to write in it, I had to pull it out in a weird way and kind of like try to struggle to write in them. And it's nice if you have it all ready set up, but if I'm out somewhere trying to make plans with somebody... I felt like it was easier just to write it on a sheet note in the back rather than actually putting it in the calendar that I had that I needed to use. And if it was like toward the end of the year, like the mini fives are pretty small. So I just didn't have like a full calendar layout for the full year. It was just, it's like, oh, well, I'll write this down. I hope I remember to put it in later. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I didn't. So <laughs> that was not good, but it's okay because it all worked out. But yeah, so that's that's not going in with me to the next year. Yeah, and I know that you enjoy the small size of the Mini 5 and like other, you know, brands and formats as well. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know you're going to talk about this in, when we get into the 2023 stuff, but that's really interesting to hear. Um, I have seen like similar formats as well of, you know, those fold out type of calendar pages or like even habit trackers. You know, there's so much that I think I've seen people do online with like the small you know mini five planner and it's been really fascinating for me to see because I'm not really like a mini five person it's just way too small for me and I write too much my Mm to-dos just get really long for some reason I don't really abbreviate a whole lot when I write so yeah it looks really fun um, but totally understand you know like whatever you know works best for you and um, you know I think just kind of prioritizing like actually using the pages that are in there and I'm glad that you realize that hey like this actually doesn't work that well for me as intended yep and it's hard to see that because I love that system so much and it's like Mm -hmm. oh I want this to work for me but you can't force it right if it's not it's not working yeah 
definitely dumb. yeah <laughs> and um that's also you know brings to mind one other thing that i am mm-hmm. probably not going to use next year and it is the our studio research journal i actually really like this journal i still recommend it to people because i really like that eight rectangle format across two pages it's beautiful it's got you know prompts every week it's got like a color scheme you know every week it's really really nice and i think it's so good for like really quick memory keeping or jotting notes or just gratitude i think the possibilities are endless with this particular journal um, i still enjoy decorating it but i've been using it for korean journaling since korean is my first language but I just can't, very similar to you uh, with the A6 Obonichi Avec, I just can't really keep up with it. I feel like I duplicate a lot of the contents between, you know, my memory keeping journal, which this year it was a Hobonichi Day Free in A5. I just kind of like stick everything in there. I write everything in there. And I haven't been really doing the same with the Hours Research Journal. And I feel like I haven't been really following the prompts. And I think it's just, you know, I keep sticking to Korean journaling, which is really nice and fun, but it's just something that I think sometimes stresses me out. And as I'll get into later, my my goal really is to not stress out about this kind of thing because it's supposed to be fun. So that's something I'll be letting go. I know plenty of people who used it this year and lots of people exploring this format for next year. And I'm really excited to see what everyone else will do with it. But for me, I will be you know putting this on the back burner too. It's such a pretty notebook, but at the same time, I think we're both on the same page of like, there's, there's too many things with dates mm-hmm. in circulation. Exactly. And we need to, yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's putting a deadline on us, but it's meant to be fun. And obviously it's okay to have blank stuff, but when it, most of it's blank, maybe it's not, maybe that's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's talk about 2023. Ooh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Just a few um, months away. Yeah, I kind of want to kick this off real quick with work stuff, which really isn't changing much from what I had talked about previously. Uh, So for me, um, I'm going to keep using my Plotter Bible for daily major tasks and weekly goals. I also have a section for my one-on-one meeting notes. I have a few direct reports that I have to meet with and, you know, talk about what's going on with them every week. Um, Try to keep notes diligently there just to make sure that I remember everything whenever I'm giving them feedback and, like, kind of tracking their progress. And we also have current project notes because we have a lot of projects and then also miscellaneous meeting notes because I have a lot of a lot of meetings. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite things of the fodders. I can ship things in and out as I need to. And then I'm also going to continue using Notion for group planning. So that one's been going super well. And so it's like just a lot of team collaborative planning and I've really loved using it. So that's it for me for work though. Uh, but how about you, Tulsi? I know you said kind of also doing digital for work stuff. Yeah, so I am in Notion as well for work. I do everything on Notion. And I mean, I know there are a lot of Notion dashboards out there that are like really pretty and aesthetic and like people make it really cute. Mine's just like super functional. There's no... Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot of cute stuff in it. Um, So it's just all functional, lots of bullet points, just like plain pages, but just like sectioned off in various ways. So I'm using it for both work planning, just kind of everything, to-dos, meeting notes, all kinds of things. There's a really nice calendar view function where I really like to take meeting notes that way so I can easily see week to week, like when I had certain meetings and what went on, what were the action items. And so I capture those things and then I, you know, put it into my to-do list for the week, which I have, you know, separately created Monday through Friday. So that's been really helpful for me and it's been working really well. Like I said, um, one reason I chose this is to use like the speech to text function on, you know, a lot of modern laptops and computers. And that's been really helpful for me in, you know, my recovery. Um, So yeah, I am keeping at it. And, uh, you know, if it's not broken, we don't need to fix that. So I'm just going to keep on using Notion for work next year. Excellent. And like you said, it's functional. I, there are a lot of people who get really into how cute it can be, but it's like, no, 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 no. Let's just do, mm-hmm. let's just do a regular thing. Yeah. <laughs> At least I'm, I'm also very much that way. Uh, but let's get into the fun stuff, which work planning can be fun and it is important. But what about 
the personal planning. Um, so we're going to kind of ping pong back and forth. I have a few more than you do. Some of them are, are not a surprise because I'm already using it this year, so mm-hmm. I won't dwell on those. But I think there are some others that are really exciting to get into. Um, the first one is is cute because we kind of match but also don't. But the first one for me is my Plotter Narrow. So this is going to be my weekly and monthly regular planning. So this is when I'm just looking at my week. What kind of goals do I want to complete? What sort of books do I want to read? Did I do the litter box? My my plotter will know. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's exactly that's what I'm hoping. Because you know you think you did a litter box, and then it turns out you didn't because you and you know because it's well probably stinky, but also because you didn't check it off in your plotter. <laughs> it's actually probably you know because it's stinky. But <laughs> maybe that's the bad example. The the better example is so did I go to sleep on time three nights ago? Mm-hmm. Yes or no, plotter. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, solve this riddle for me. What did I do three exactly. days ago? Yeah. And How about you, Chelsea? Yeah, for me, also, I'm going to get into also um, a plotter that I'm going to be using for personal planning, but it is the fifth anniversary Bible size plotter in Lishio Green. So it's this beautiful olive green. Um, I was very lucky to be gifted this from a wonderful group of friends this year for my birthday and um, thank you Miranda because you are one of them and I am so so excited to be able to use this for personal planning next year just day in and day out for um, appointments various notes for creative projects so right now I'm actually even though I don't have any calendar pages in it right now I'm using it to take our podcast notes. So all of that, you know, sits in there. It's kind of like a little podcast, very fancy podcast book right now. But starting next year, I also want to use it for streaming if I ever want to revive my blog. Um, And again, all the appointment stuff. So all the calendar pages will sit in here. And I'm just really looking forward to putting this to use. It's a really wonderful size as well. It's a really great size to carry in one hand. Um, and much more manageable than the A5 size. So I can like put it into smaller, you know, purses and bags more easily. So really looking forward to using this one for personal planning next year. It's such a beautiful size. I don't know why, but it feels so unique. I guess because there's not a lot specifically in that Bible size. And it's just so portable and nice to take around. And of course, seeing how it changes as you take it around with you in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, so next, speaking of portable things, I have a new entry in my lineup. Kind of. <laughs> do, 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 um, do, 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 do a drum roll, please. Um, uh, I am bringing back the Hobonichi Weeks. Yay! So I had a weeks before I went into my mini planner, and then I was like, uh, it feels like I have to do too much to work to set this up for a week on something more portable, and you could be like, Brenda... If you just said that, why are you bringing back Hobony two weeks? <laughs> because it's a Pokemon edition. <laughs> That's why. Um, and so this is more of me figuring out what to use this for because I'm excited about it, not necessarily because I need it. And because also a friend very kindly secured a second one was like, do you want this? And I said, yes, please. And thank you. Uh, so... That's pretty exciting for me, and I'm going to use this one specifically for creative projects. So that's going to include Twitch, um, this podcast, of course, and creative writing. So I have been trying to get more into creative writing again, and I think having a place where I can track that a little bit more intentionally would be really nice. Uh, I think it'll also be a cooler Hobonichi Weeks to keep. One of my issues with the Hobonichi Weeks previously was, again, the blank page issue. What if I have nothing? But this one, even if I just write stream in big letters and put some stickers on it, I think I'd feel okay with it because it is so direct and straightforward. And I'm probably going to do a lot of our notes actually for the podcast in there. So I have like an automatic weekly thing that I'm going to be putting anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think that'll be a nice way to um, keep track of like edits, like little, little blurps I need to take out or just other things funny notes it'll just be like kind of a nice notebook with some dated stuff so I know what's coming up or when I want to get things done um so I think that'll be really useful sounds great and I know you've used Hobonichi Weeks before as well for like personal planning and I know you really like the layout already and so excited to hear that there is a really fun Pokemon edition I know a couple of our other friends are super excited about it and have them uh sort of ready to go as well so Super exciting. It's going to be so cute to see a bunch of you using it together. Yeah. Oh, and for context, this was specifically sold at Pokemon centers in Japan only. So that's why it's a little bit rare and why I was sort of willing to go 
a little more out of the way to use it. It's really cute. It's black and white. It has like the old Pokemon sprites on the front, just in a big old pattern. And I'm a sucker for that kind of art. So I said, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they do more. I want them to do like a bigger Pokemon release or other cool video game Hobonichi releases in the future. Obviously Mother makes sense, but I want, I want more. More. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually kind of related to that, so I'm jumping ahead in my notes a little bit, but because we're talking about Hobonichi collaborations, I'll get into this first. Um, for me, I have a Hobonichi One Piece A6 Techo in the lineup for next year, and that's going to be for my health and gratitude journaling. So I have started tracking, you know, my meals, the type of exercises that I do, just all inside of my A5 plotter this year that I, again, I'm using for personal planning at the moment. Um, but when I get into the Bible size for next year, I have a feeling that that's going to be, I don't want to mishmash too many things together in those calendar pages. So I'm actually going to separate out the health part and as well as adding on a little bit of gratitude because each A6 page is actually pretty generous. So if I'm, you know, just tracking some health stuff, I feel like I have some room there to write a little bit as well on maybe how I felt you know, physically and mentally during the day, or if I'm just like, today was great, then maybe I can do a little bit of gratitude writing. So it's going to be mostly writing, but I'm just really excited to have this collaboration because I am a big One Piece fan. And, you know, when they came out this whole lineup, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And so I definitely wanted to use that for something. Um, I didn't think I would be adding a dated A6 Techo to my lineup this year, but it's kind of like what, you know, Miranda, what you said with the Pokemon weeks, you're like, but it's special. I'll figure out something to use it for. And so I set aside that health and gratitude piece and I was like, perfect. That's a really good way to use a dated planner for it. And again, um, it's one year in one book. So I don't want to do too much decorating because then it's just going to get really, really big towards the end of the year. So I'm just going to be doing a lot of writing in it. Yeah, I'm trying to find a way to be satisfied with just writing, which is weird <laughs> to say because I used to be totally fine with that. And now that I have all these, these stickers and cute ephemera and things like, oh, I got to do all this other stuff. But I'm like, what if I just write a nice big heading and then just write? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's been pretty liberating just to have more of that space sometimes. And just I think especially with the attentions you have, it'll be nice to let yourself have that stress off of like making things look cute or very aesthetic it's just for you to um, I think write some things very intentionally yeah and it, I think it'll be nice to maybe read back on even just like you know three months into the year like how was I doing at the beginning of the year and I think something that I don't think about too often that's been more on my mind lately is also also my mental health right like I don't really mm -hmm. keep track of that anywhere I just kind of feel terrible during certain weeks for various reasons and I just kind of like brush it off and I don't really focus on it as much. Not that, you know, we need to dwell or focus too much on when we're not feeling well, but I think it's important to reflect and think about like maybe what might have caused that and like, you know, how I can maybe address that or deal with these feelings in the future. So I think that will be a really good thing for me to write about and fill up those pages. Um, so that is that for that particular A6 Techo. Um, and just also, Miranda, bouncing it back to you, curious about mm -hmm. what you're doing for memory keeping, which I know we've mentioned a couple of episodes ago as, you know, memory keeping is very broad, right? Like you can mm -hmm. either put ephemera from your daily life, you can decorate it and write about your highlights. There's all kinds of ways to memory keep your life. And so just wanted to ask you about what you're going to be using for next year for memory keeping yeah so for next year for me i have two main forms of memory keeping and the first is going to be my thinking of you which is returning i do feel bad because it has been neglected the past month or so which again the anxiety of not having something but i think my new setup will make it a lot easier so for my thinking of you that's my weekly highlights and the thinking of you is sort of a weird planner if you haven't seen it it um, has the month pages followed by um, each weekly page and then the month and the weekly page ideal setup. And then it also has a lot of vertical pages within it. So it's just the week that's all vertical and across two pages, it is an A5 notebook, which is a little weird, but the way the setup is for me is because it's all so small and the top, like it's almost like a third of the page at least is just this big empty space for like talking about your week or whatever you want. 
it's very collage focused and very light on writing. So for me, I sort of want to use it as just a, here's a cool thing that happened or just put a sticker down. So again, this is a little bit more of the cute style with a lot a bigger focus on headings and um, personal things and very quick notes that if I choose to write more about later, then I have them logged somewhere. So that's kind of what I do. But I find sometimes, especially with working from home, sometimes if I feel very stressed out or something, I'll just go pop open that book and just write a quick few sentence, like a sentence or two, because it's really only good for that much unless you're writing teeny tiny um, and put down some stickers and, and call it and then get back to my work. And I feel a lot better after that. So I found that that can be really helpful for me. Um, and then for my primary, hold on a second, I'm going to sneeze. Never mind, I went back. We're fine. We're fine. We're going to keep going, guys. Sometimes, you know, you know, everyone, when you get that sneeze stuck in your nose, you feel it coming and it's just like, nah, that's me right now. <laughs> that's me right now. Anyway, <laughs> I think the sneezes wanted to be documented. Just kidding. Uh, but for A6, Hobonichi Day Free is going to be my primary memory keeping. So this is the one that I'll be showing on Twitch and, per and like kind of more publicly. Um, I don't currently show my thinking of you publicly because it has a lot of private things. Uh, I think I mentioned this also when we were going over what planners we use, but I do also include things that are under embargo or other work sensitive stuff. So I can't obviously legally show that anywhere. And it's just, it's good for me though, to have a good brain space for that private stuff and, and do it in a cute and fast way. So um the A6 Hobonichi Day Free will, though, be my public one, and I can make those spreads as just cute or fluffy or nothing as, as much as I want. I'm really excited for that. The freedom of as many pages as I need for one topic. Yeah, and you can write on both pages if it's, you know, a significant event that you want to, you know, keep in there. If you want to make a whole, you know, two-page, four-page photo spread of a spe special event or trip, you can also do that. It's um, It's very forgiving, I would say. And definitely something you don't need to feel guilty about if you can't get to it every single day. So that's actually something I really liked about my own Hobonichi A5 day free that I used for memory keeping this year. But I'm going back to a TN again. I'm going back to a traveler's notebook again for memory <laughs> keeping next year. I'm like, I loved it, but I'm not going to use it anymore. This one I didn't actually include in our little reflection section earlier because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's no particular reason for me to stop using the A5 day free. It's worked really well for me. Um, I like it a lot and it fits everything. You know, it can hold a postcard. It can hold all kinds of brochures and ephemera in there. I can write in there. It's very freeing and I've really enjoyed it, but I just really miss my traveler's notebook. It's just a complete, you know, traveler's notebook, <sighs> nostalgia thing for me at this point. And so I'm going to be going, you. yeah. So I'm going to be going back to the Traveler's Notebook standard size for memory keeping. And I'm going to use an undated vertical weekly insert um, for just like the highlights. Um, the vertical columns aren't too wide. There's not that much room to write. And I do want to make sure I kind of go all out and decorating and collaging in here as well, because I really enjoyed doing that two years ago, also in a Traveler's Notebook. And so I'm really looking forward to doing that next year. And then when it comes time to actually taking trips and traveling, then I will just like swap that out and use the traveler's notebook cover for travel journaling. And that's something I really enjoy doing throughout the year too. So I am going to go back to a TN. <laughs> Nothing Yay! wrong with the day free. I'm, I just, I miss my TN. <laughs> no, I totally get that. And that's why also I think earlier I was saying too that I went back to traveler's notebook in the form of my Genshin Impact Journal. Mm -hmm. like, I think... So I used to use a traveler's notebook for all of my work planning and I loved it so much, but the plotter just works better for me. And I missed having a, like a regular TN so much too. That's, that's how like Genshin came about. I was like, how can I use this more? Cause I just want something. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally understand. And also your traveler's notebook just looks so pretty. Like I love it when you journal in there. There's just <laughs> something about it that's just so fittingly Chelsea. It's like, yes, she's going back, y'all. We're excited. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoy using it. And um, yeah, I have a couple of standard size covers to choose from. And I'm just really excited to go back into it. And I think this year or next year, excuse me, in 2023 next year, I'm going to be a little less shy about swapping covers. Because for some reason, once I get into, you know, I'm using this particular Traveler's Company cover for this project or 
for, you know, the memory keeping, then I rarely switch it out. But I feel like I, I don't know why I, I limit myself to that, you know. Um, if I miss another cover, I can just switch into it. That's kind of the whole point of the notebook. So I think I'm going to be, you know, doing a little more switcheroo next year with the covers that I have. I was about to ask you the same thing. I was just like, hey, so are you going to swap out the covers? Are you mm-hmm. going to stay with the single one the whole year? Because I know that you have so many pretty covers. And I think I've had that same issue too. I very, well, Chelsea very kindly swift, swatched one of my, swatched, swapped one of my covers for me when we were going out for something. I was like, Chelsea, can you just do this for me? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, it's it's hard to swap them sometimes. Like it feels as though that notebook belongs to that cover. It's like, no, you're, you're best friends now. You belong together. This yeah. is your identity. I think that's what it is. Weird. I think yeah. that's exactly what it is for me, but keep going. No, it's just like, I don't know how you played Animal Crossing because I know you both, we both played it a lot, mm-hmm. but in Animal Crossing, I felt like I needed to change my, my villager's outfit every single day. I was like, all right. It's a new day. I'm playing. We need new clothes. But then at the same time, I felt conflicted because I was like, what is my villager's identity visually? You know, like, what do they look like on their passport photo? Like, how do I want to print them out? And it's like, no, 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 no. Their fashion's flexible. And I, too, want my traveler's notebook's fashion to be flexible. (laughs) Just like your villager's outfits in Animal Crossing. (laughs) Yes. And so I think I've come to the point where I'm really bad at changing them out unless I have a reason to even though I've sort of accumulated a, a small collection of them, not too many. I did send my friend one of them just because I knew I wasn't using it. I was like, here, you want a traveler's notebook? Try it out. Um, but as far as the other ones, like I have some special edition ones and they just don't really get a lot of use unless I intentionally, exact, as you said, like change them out and give um, the, the notebooks a fresh space to be. But it can be, it can be tough. Yeah. But we can do it. We can do it. We can switch out covers. <laughs> we made it seem like such a <laughs> such a it's huge a task. Yeah. No, it's a big deal. Are you gonna are you gonna put like a schedule for when you need to change them out? It's like, oh, this one's getting stinky. It needs to be washed, but it doesn't actually need to be washed. It's like, you know when you had your bed sheets for too long, you're like, All right, it's time to change this out. But yeah. you want to make a schedule so it gets to that point before. Not saying that your traveler's notebooks are stinky. It was just the first <laughs> thing that came to mind. That's a really like, oh, what? Yeah, that's a really funny analogy. <laughs> it's just something that because you know, like your bed sheets, they just get really comfortable, and you kind of forget. Mm-hmm. You just like let it be there. And you're like, wait, how long has it been since I washed these? I should probably do that, but. It's different because this is something like you bring with you, but it's easy to forget. Anyway, I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, no, it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense. I get where you're coming from. <sighs> I don't think I'm going to schedule it. I think I'm just going to kind of go with the feel of it where, you know, yeah. if I'm just kind of like, you know, it's been a while and I kind of miss that other cover. Then I think I'm just going to switch into the other one. Um, for me, I just have three standard size covers. And so I think switching back and forth shouldn't be, you know, um, Maybe if I just miss that other color, I'll just bring it back and so on and so forth. So no particular schedule or like, you know, three months at a time kind of thing. But I think I might mm-hmm. consider it if I had more standard size covers. But yeah, for now, just uh, going by feel. I like it. Uh, so as I mentioned, I will also be using a traveler's notebook for my Genshin Impact Journal. I've already talked about that enough. I love it. Um, but the other thing I'll be using that I love is um, just miscellaneous A6 notebooks for my diary. I've already talked about that before. I actually wrote it in today because I was really anxious about something. And so I just like, I, it's been since I think August. Yeah. I, or July since I wrote in it last. And so it was really nice just to get in there and just like throw down a few stickers and just mostly focus on writing. And so I think I just want to keep up with that and also try to reduce the pressure of making it cute, even though I love making it cute. Um, and then I have some other miscellaneous ones I'll talk about in a second, but the other main one that is kind of more important to my rotation is a mini six plotter. Um, and I actually use that for budget planning. So it's, you know, it's, that's definitely not cute. (laughs) I don't like it. I I hate being in there and it's like, oh, you can make it cute to like it more. I'm like, no, this is all utilitarian. I just need to use this. I need to look at it. Did I pick like what's coming up? What do I need to shift? Are we good on the budget? How much are we saving? So that's really where I am. And I know it's probably easier to use an Excel spreadsheet, but I actually prefer to do it by hand because then I can just look at things and shift it as needed. And it feels a little bit more intentional when I'm writing it down. So yeah, 
What about you, Chelsea? What else you got? I am also um, having a Plotter Mini 6 in my lineup. So mine's in the Pueblo Blue. And I've been using it this year for media journaling. So just kind of making little pages for like movies that I've watched, TV shows, games that I've played that I've really enjoyed, books that I've listened to or read. Um, So I think I've been, you know, really enjoying using it for that this year. So I'm probably going to continue that. But I think something else that I would like to do because it sits at home a little bit too much for my liking for it being such a portable size. And so I think I'm just going to add a bunch of random, you know, papers in the front and just kind of take it around with me a little bit more for on the go notes or like reminders, things that I just like need to randomly jot down. Um, and I know this isn't a mini six size, but what you were mm-hmm. using, Miranda, we were out together once and you whipped out your think thank I think. And, mm-hmm. um, you had your mini five rings and you were just like, this is my grocery list and for like the next place that we're going to, I'm going to buy these things. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> like I never do that. And I feel like just like really on the go journaling and note taking is something that I actually enjoy doing, but I've just sort of forced myself not to do it uh, in an analog way for such a long time now Um, just like with commuting and things like that um, in the past I'm just like oh just use my phone just use my phone but I feel like I could really utilize that mini six size a little bit better for things like that so I might take it out of you know it with me a little bit more shift it a little bit more like maybe it'll continue being a media journal maybe not maybe it'll just turn into like a random commonplace on-the-go notes kind of book. But either way, um, it is in my lineup and I'm excited for it. So that also brings me to my commonplace notebook, which is exactly as you said, the mini five rings from Think Then K. Um, it, it really is so helpful. And I know we do obviously have notes apps and such on our phones, but that's not really sorted in any easy way. And maybe you can sort it, but I don't love it. So how I use mine is I do separate my notes based on like random notes versus like grocery list. And I have things that are tabbed specifically for when I know I'm going to be somewhere. I like intentionally either tab it or just have tabs in there that I can just like slap down when I'm like on the train or on the way out um, so I can find it later and be like, all right, this is actually what I needed. There we go. And this isn't just like the regular grocery list for me for the most part. This tends to be like specialty items that I need to know whenever I just happen to be at that store and I don't know when that's going to be. So I just have to have it written somewhere. And so like these were items that I had specifically written down from a cookbook that I was like, all right, we're going to be in this part of San Francisco. I know there's this store. And so I can go stop by there and get it. And thankfully I had this list ready to go so I can make the most of it then. Um, So that's kind of what I use my commonplace notebook more so for and also like recommendations for shows, comics, movies, TV, all that good stuff too because I feel like it's so easy to lose those recommendations and and other things and if I just have it all together in one place then that's a lot easier to sort through later. So by having those sections too it really helps me find what I'm looking for quickly. Um, So is that and then aside from that I guess I have just random traveler's notebooks for journaling, like drink journals, books, travel, other things that are just for fun. And that's really it for me, which is weird. It's like, oh, that seems like a lot, but that's also done. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the last thing is, and this is also like if needed, kind of very much like your miscellaneous traveler's notebooks. I may Mm -hmm. use another standard size TN or even like my passport size TN for like junk journaling. So when I say junk journaling, I mean like all the ephemera that's going into my A5 Hobonichi Day Free this year. So things like random labels, ephemera, packaging, things like that, that I'm just like, this is cute. I want to save it. Or like a random business card. You know, I ate at this place and I happened to grab their business card and it's really cute and I want to put it somewhere. Then it's like, maybe it'll go into another, you know, empty traveler's notebook insert. Or I also have a couple of empty A5 journals that are just kind of sitting there. These are from Midori or MD brand notebooks and they're really nice paper and they're really wonderful, but I just haven't used the A5 um, MD stuff because I've been logging my stuff in the Hobonichi Day Free this year. So I have a few of those laying around. So I'm like, if I want to, I can always pick it back up if, you know, but that's kind of a very big if thing. if and when, you know, the desire to junk journal or put all these ephemera somewhere arises, then I have those options. But if not, it's also okay. I don't need to, you know, stress about it. And like I said earlier, that's my main goal for next year is to just to keep my journaling manageable. 
And I really don't want to get stressed about, you know, something I love so much and this journaling hobby. And so that is the whole point for next year for me. Yay! That's it. That's next year. Yep, that's 2023. 2023. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird to think that we're, we're ready to go. Do you have all your planners already? Like, have you purchased them all? Let me scan down my list. Uh, yeah, I have. Actually, everything is already here. Everything's tucked away in the that rascal cart uh, drawer at the bottom. It's all ready. What about you? Yay! I'm waiting. Am I thinking of you? But that's it. Then I'm good to go. It's really weird. Cool. <laughs> I know. It's October. We're ready. <laughs> Yay! Well, um, that's it. And please be sure to, of course, share with us your th- your Techokaigi. I know there will be a big sharing party of Techokaigi here soon. Maybe on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Who can say? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Just keep keep your eye out. Keep your eye out if you're if you're interested in Twitch because it is a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's kind of getting into the Techokaigi time and sharing what's going on. So I look forward to seeing everyone else's as well. Um, Chelsea, thank you for sharing what you're going to be doing next year with all of us. Yeah, and thank you too, Miranda, for going through in much detail. I knew some of this already, but it was just equally exciting to hear you talk about it and like your thought mm-hmm. process and just describing how excited you are just like for all of your notebooks for next year. So thanks for sharing as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see your One Piece A6 Tetro 2. Like, I think that's the that's the most exciting one for me. Well, that and your Traveler's Notebook. I can't wait to see what you do with that. <laughs> that's always exciting. <laughs> um, okay, so to close out the episode, we want to end with a journaling prompt as always. And this isn't a regular one. This is from me. Let's make a list. Okay, lists, probably make a lot of lists, but make it make it a cute list or a cool list. Whatever style you want or, or a quick list. It's fine. But I want to know, what other tools do you regularly use for your planner? Are there any particular clips or rulers or tabs? Like, what helps you to use specifically a planner? Um, or if you don't use a planner, what tools would you think that you'd want to use? So the reason I asked that is because a lot of folks who do get Hobonichi tend to also get accessories that go with them, whether that are those are clips or some rulers or tabs. And I think tabs can be all sorts of things. Like, for my plotter... Uh, for work, I actually have like these metal tabs from Midori and I use them to group multiple pages at once to kind of like quietly archive past weeks from that month. And then once I get through the full month, I take all of those out and put them in my little storage unit and then start the tabs again. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a nice way to like quickly flip, but also maintaining those pages, but not making them, I guess, open for me to like flip through quickly. Mm-hmm. So it just helps me bunch things together. Um, but more on that. For the next time, you know, I don't yeah. no I more gotta spoilers. say something for the top of the episode. Yeah, yeah sorry. No more spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, things like that. So yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, and I think that's about it for our episode today. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, welcome back. And again, of course, we will be skipping um, next week's and doing it every other week. But in the meantime, you can follow us at Words and Roses on Instagram. That is our podcast account that Chelsea so kindly runs and posts our prompt and other little things as well. Um, if you're also interested in hearing about anything we talked about on the show, that's where we post everything. We can't always make everything in the show notes. We tend to just post it on Instagram just since that offers links and we felt that would be a little bit easier. So um, you can find our show notes technically on Instagram. And then other than that, you can find me again at Rights on Instagram. And you can find me at those with words on Instagram and Twitch. Yay. And we will see you all next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye. Thank you. Bye.